The Bible says, the heart of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the uh, uh, brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, and it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all aloud, and behold, they were very many in the open valley, and indeed they were very dry. Indeed, let's continue up to verse 7. The Bible says what? Again he said, prophesy to this bone, and say to them, O dry bone, hear the word of the Lord. O dry bone, hear the word of the Lord. Let's continue verse 6. I will put, I will put sinews on you and bring fresh upon you, cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. Hallelujah. The last verse. Can, you all, can all of us read this verse together? One, two, three. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise. And suddenly a rattling. And the bone came together. Bone to bone. Hallelujah. In the book of John, chapter 11, verses 43. The book of John, chapter 11, verses 43. The book of John, chapter 11, verses 43. I want us to read together with you. Let's read together with you. One, two, three. Now when he had said this thing, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus, come forth. In the book of Matthew, chapter 12, verses 37. In the book of Matthew, chapter 12, verses 37. I want to read these three scriptures. They are related. They carry, they carry a meaning that I want you to capture as a man of God and a woman of God. I want you to take this word and, and use it in your situation. Can we read together with you? One, two, three. For by your words, you will be justified. And by your words, you'll be condemned. Amen? So the words you speak are very important. Amen? The words you open up your mouth and speak about something, about somebody, about situation, about yourself. Those words, they justify you or condemn you. If you say, I am finished, you are finished. Are we together with you? If you say, I don't see this marriage working. The way you see it is how it will be. You have said it. Are we together with you? If you say, I don't see myself getting married soon. I don't know why I don't see myself coming out of this trouble. Because the Bible clearly says, for by your word, you are justified. For by your or by your word you are. So what you need is not to change your location. What you need is not to change your friends. What you need is not to change your feeling. It's to change your words. 
Look at somebody and tell your neighbor, don't change anything. Don't even leave that house. Don't even leave that job. Change the way you speak. Just change the way. It's not to change the church. It's not to look for new people. It is to change the things you utter with your word. Because the Bible says that God took Ezekiel in the spirit and took him in a, in a valley with dry bones. In other words, anything dead in your life, if you put the word of God in it, it can come back to life. Anything dead in your life can be brought back to life by the word of God that you speak. It is, it is very easy to bring people. Hallelujah. It's very easy even to bring leaders. Amen. You bring leaders. Because you are not leading. And you don't have a, a responsibility allowed you. But I want you to know. When. When. But Miles. Go to the book of Mark chapter. And when he heard. That it was Jesus. Yes. And when he heard. That it was Jesus of Nazareth. He began to cry out and say, and say, Amen. His condition and the people allowed him did not stop him from calling Jesus. Because what determines the next level of your life is the word you are going to, to speak to your situation. I don't know what situation you are dealing with right now. That situation will respond to the word that you speak from today. And the reason why I came to you, have you written a title of my sermon? Amen? Turning, you can write this title, you can write this title. Turning dry bone into an army. Somebody say, turning dry bone into an army. Turning my dry bone into an army. Turning my dry bone into? Every person have a dry bone, have dry bones. You have to turn them into an army. And I want you to, and I want you to see, and I want, and I want to say this as, as we have read this scripture. The Bible says, and when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. It is the, it is the word that Bartimaeus spoke that made his condition to change. It is not the people who allowed him that determined his healing. It was not what he was going through that made him to be healed. It was not the pity of, of Jesus. It was the word out of his heart. It is what he desired to be. It is something that you have to develop from your spirit man. And say, this is where I am going. This is what I will do. This is what I will not allow in my life. I take authority and power in my situation. And I am going to say, I am not giving up. Something must happen to my life. My promotion shall locate me this year. Amen. Are we together with you? In the house of God. Hallelujah. Ezekiel had to prophesy. What does it mean by dry bone? All these empty churches are like empty, empty seats. All these empty seats are like dry bones. Are we together with you? Empty shelves are like dry bones. You are empty. You are empty business. A business that is not making profit. Your marriage 
that is not working out is like a, is like a dry bone. So, if you feel that you are, you, are, you are overwhelmed, if you feel that things are so tough for you, I want you to change your feeling. I want you to change the way you speak. I want you to try and say, this marriage will work. This marriage, this business will make profit. Amen? This job, I will rise up to the top of the ladder. Am I talking to somebody in the house of the Lord? If I'm speaking to somebody, say amen. Hallelujah. Because what happened when you speak by faith? Faith helps you to connect. Or faith draws the heart of God to your situation. When you speak the words of faith, it is that faith that draws the hearts of God to your situation. And that situation is changed by the words you speak. I don't know what you have spoken this morning. Ask your neighbor, what have you spoken this morning? What have you spoken this morning? I'm proud of Ezekiel because he prophesied what he was commanded. And I want you to, and I want you to say something. Let me, let me say this because I want to, say, to share with you like three things that Ezekiel did as a leader. Because once every Every person seated here, you carry leadership. You are a leader in your own lights. You are a leader in your own. And I want, you to, I want to share with you these three things and we are done to the glory of God. Number one, every leader, everyone look up to the leader for encouragement. Everyone look for a leader for encouragement. Everyone, everyone look for a leader for encouragement. But who encourages the leader? The first thing that you need to understand. Because everyone is looking for a leader for encouragement. Who encourages the leader? Ninani huyu ana encourage kiongozi. Because a true leader is someone who knows how to encourage himself whenever it is necessary. A true leader. I want you to capture something. A true believer. A true Christian, who man of God or is able to encourage him or herself when it seems necessary. I come to you in the name of the Lord that no matter what happened to your life, learn to encourage yourself. Amen. Learn to learn to encourage yourself. A true leader, because everyone look up to the leader for encouragement, but who encourage the leader? But I have told you, a true leader, he learns to encourage himself when it is necessary. Because you will go through situations that you need encouragement to the glory of God. When situations are difficult, Ezekiel was alone. And in prayer, the spirit of God took him. There are no people who came to tell him about the dry bone. He was in a situation alone. When you become a believer who, is, who have gone to another level, you start operating from a divine level, higher than what people are seeing. You start connecting with the authority that comes from the word of God. He had partnered with the spirit of God because he said, the spirit of God took me outside 
and I saw the valley of dry bone. There was nobody that Ezekiel could have talked to about the dry bone. So he asked what shall be done. And he was told, prophesy over this dry bone. Hallelujah. In that situation, because one of our challenges, some of the people we want to go and consult about our problem, they are not supposed to know, about, they are, they are not supposed to know our problem. We are supposed to help them by speaking faith in their life. And many people have not been able to come out of their problem because they don't listen to the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God speaks to every person. Do I have people who are born again in the house of God? Can I see somebody born again in the house of God? Then the Holy Spirit speaks to you. Look at your neighbor, tell your neighbor, the Holy Spirit is always speaking to you. In fact, even some of the problems you take to your husband and to your wife, she cannot solve it them. He cannot solve them. They are not for him to solve. It is you to listen to the spirit. It is you to feel what God is saying. And God has an ability to put a conviction in your heart and show you the way forward. He will give you a word. He will give you a conviction of what you shall do and things will change in your situation. Amen? Some of your problems, their solution are not with a human being. Are we together with you? That some of your problem, your solution? Yeah. There is no human being who have your solution. It was like the case of, of, of Ezekiel. They are a dry bone. And there is nobody to consult or to work with. It was God to, to come. And, and, and when the Holy Spirit told him, prophesy. To prophesy is to speak forth. Is to pronounce what God is saying. Is to say as God is saying. Amen. If God say I am healed, it's to say I am healed. I'm prophesying. If God say I am blessed, it's to say I am blessed. I'm prophesying. If God say I am the head and not the tail, it's to say I am the head and not the tail. I am prophesying. Are we together with somebody in the house of the Lord? If you are with you and you are, you are going through a very difficult time, I want you to declare I am above my situation. Can you pronounce with, with, a, with, a, with, a, with a conviction in your heart and say, I am above my situation. I am above my debt. I am above my situation. In Jesus' name. Whatever situation you are in, you are above that situation. Amen? That situation came to you. It met you there. That situation must leave you. You are not going anywhere. It is the situation that will go. God is going to take you to another level. You need to learn to hear the voice of God. Hallelujah. Did you hear number one? What did I say? A true leader. Everyone look up to. The leader for. But who encourage? We have learned that a leader, a true leader do what? Know how to encourage himself. Yes. Number two. A true leader remember other problems that God has delivered him from. Amen. Every true leader, he remembers, uh, uh, he remembers other problems God has delivered him. So, even when you are discouraged, even when you are in distress, even when you are disappointed, even when you are hurt many times, even when you have lost, you have lost encouragement, 
you cannot be discouraged because you remember you remember any other time god has taken you out of problem amen a true leader remembers a true leader remember where god has taken him from a true leader remember other problems that god has delivered him or her from a true leader remembers other problem that god has delivered him or her from and if you look at the life of david if you look at the life of david he said he said that when i was taking care of the sheep and uh, the sheep of my father i killed the lion i killed the bear the bear and then he said who are you who are you that is dividing the army of israel, the army of the living god he was telling goriath other problem that god has used him to overcome that the lion could have killed david but because david killed the lion and killed the bear he had the energy to deal with the goriath amen ask your neighbor do you have any past victories do you have some past victories amen the same god who made you to clear from four is the same god who made you to graduate in a university the same god who gave you that husband is the same god who will give you the children you are looking for the same god who gave you that small business is the same god who will give you a mega business the same god who removed you from the village to the city is the same god who will make you prosper in the city already there is something god has done for you already the problem god has solved in your life those are the problem you look at and then you are able to speak the way forward that god will do with your life that same god that opened a door for us to buy this plot he'll give us the money to raise us a five story building in this same place he has not changed amen god has not changed did you hear that look at what david says he says in Psalms 23 verses 1 look at what David says he's he's saying something that is he say Psalms 23 verses 1 yeah he says what the lord is my shepherd the lord is the lord is my shepherd i shall not want he said the lord is my shepherd he is prophesying that no matter what happen god is shepherding me I may not have people allowed me but I have a shepherd and God is my shepherd you have to look at what God have done before and you are able to give God a name in your situation and say God is my provider God is my healer if God has healed you yesterday if God has saved you for yesterday from a from a battlefront he is the same God that will open a door for you even this time the year of great catch May the Lord be your shepherd. May the Lord be your shepherd. Yes, David is confessing, the Lord is my shepherd. Now, another verse in Psalms 24, he says what? Look at what he say. He give God a name. What name can you give God this morning? Hmm. Let's read. The, the earth and the Lord, the, the earth is, is the Lord and, and, it, and all its fullness. The world and those who dwell therein go to verses 2 no go to verses go to chapter 27 chapter 27 verses 
chapter 27, verses 1. Verses 1. Yes. This is what I'm looking for. The Lord is. The Lord is my light. Eh? My salvation. Wana. Ninuru yangu. Na wangu. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Even when people think I'm not strong. I have a strength from the Lord. Of whom shall I be afraid? The Lord is my light. When the Lord is your light, and let me guarantee you something, if you, if you learn to depend on God, your life will never be the same again. May you learn to depend on God. May God appear and fight your battle. May the Lord be your shepherd. May the Lord be your light and salvation. Your story will change to the glory of God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Number three, refuse to live a defeated life. Refuse to live a defeated life. You were not born to do small things. Number three, refuse to live a defeated life. One of the things that you are supposed to do is to look at your situation and say, this is not my portion. This is not the life I was born to live. And you have to keep speaking. You cannot afford to be silent. You have to keep speaking. Refuse to live a defeated life. You were born to do great things. You are born? Born to lean. Born to win battles. The battles you are fighting, you are going to win. The, the, the place where you are, you are going to rule. Remember our scripture as a church. Is to have dominion. Are you aware that we are dominion anointing sanctuary? Amen. Our work is to have. It could have taken 18 years. This is 19 years. Yeah? It could have taken 19 years. For deliverance church Mikidani. Pastor. To be made a regional overseer. But in heaven we were already looting. Yes. We were already reigning. By God's grace. Yes. It is important for you. To learn to refuse to live a defeated life. Can you look at two or three people next to you and tell them, kindly refuse to live a defeated life. You cannot continue living a defeated life. Something must change over your life from today. Something must be, your life must be transformed. Yeah, you're not going to live, you're not going to live, to live on the report of your relative. You're not going to live on the report of your company. We are not going to live on the report of your friend. We are not going to live on the report of your age mate. You are going to live on the report of the Lord. Which report shall you believe? I shall believe the report of the Lord. Hallelujah. Refuse to live a defeated life. God is still healing the sick. Hallelujah. God is still. I read a story of Benson Idahosa. How many people know Benson Idahosa? He was a Nigerian preacher. One of the powerful Nigerian preachers that ever lived. He died young. He died young. Nobody knows whether he was killed or nobody knows whether he went to heaven early. But he died very young before his time. But there is something I read, I, 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 I read about him in, in one of my studies. That one time in Nigeria, in the city of Benin, he was in Benin, in Benin there was no rain for a very long time. And the 
and the, and the president, they had called people. They had called the magician. They had called the elders, the rainmakers of their country. And they tried to make rain, and rain never came. You know, they are rainmakers. They tried to call rain. They tried to sort up bulls. And then they, after, after nothing worked, he thought, see, we have pastors in this country, in this city. We are going to call all the pastors. That time, Ben Suni Dahosa was a very young preacher. Very young preacher. Very youthful preacher. So, when Idahosa, when, 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 the, when the president called all the, past, all the pastors in the city, the bishop, the Christian leaders, and he told them, we have tried with our medicine men. We have tried with our knowledge. We have tried with the, with the magician and every person that thought he can bring rain. And it has not worked. We have called you. We have called you because you are pastors to pray for rain in this nation. Then, the senior man that was representing the pastor, he told the president, you need to give us time so that we can go and pray and come and tell you and come and now pray. We go and pray and come and pray. Idahosa was seated. He was among the, it's just a way you can go to a meeting and you're not a spokesperson. You are just the, the other pastors seated behind. When he heard that he was so angry in his spirit and he came out he came out and he said we are going to pray right now and it is going to rain right here as we go home we are going home being rained on and the president was there and all the pastors were there they felt as if they can look for ashes to take him at the back because if he pray and it doesn't rain the name of the church but he was full of the Holy Spirit. And he lifted up his heart. He did not. When, when God is using you, don't consult people. Look at your neighbor, tell your neighbor, don't consult people. If God is going to use you, don't consult people. If God tells you something, don't look for another extra opinion. He lifted up his heart. And he prayed a short, powerful prayer. And opened heaven. And immediately he was saying amen. The heaven were turning dark. And it started raining before they finished their meeting. And from that day, Benson Idahosa's name was known in the nations of Africa and in the U.S. 